Thank you, Travis. Uh, just to clarify, that's Travis just being a little bit cheeky. I have recently been overseas, um, so that's the international part, and I speak, so that's the second part. So that's how I'm an international speaker. Otherwise, I am certainly not. Um, it is great to be uh, sharing with you all tonight. Um, and uh, as, as I was preparing my message this week, I, uh, as I often do, uh, reading the Word and... and um, and thinking about what to share, I was also reminded about the fact that um, when we spend time uh, with different people or in different places, we learn the way that people do things. Uh, so if you go over to a friend's house or something like that, you might watch some of the ways that they do things and you go, okay, great, that's the way things are done here and then you jump on board with that and you start doing it that way. It might be uh, at work in the same way, maybe the way that people do lunch break or different things like that. We're, we're always in situations where we're learning the way that people do things and then we jump in with it. And I was thinking about this uh, for myself and how I've experienced this in different times. And one of the ways that I remember seeing a completely different way of doing things was when I joined a different soccer club. Now, the soccer clubs that I'd been in and the way um, that I celebrated my goals, um, not that there were many, but when I did score a goal, the way that I would celebrate that was very different to when I joined a new team and the way that they would celebrate if they scored a goal. So what I was used to when I joined this new team um, was quite different to some of the other players. And, and I was playing with actually some of the crew that you'd know here. I was playing with Dan Mora at the time, Pastor Dan Mora and Pastor Matt Sweetman I was playing with and Nick PB if he's here as well, uh, also a great guy. And it was so strange because what would happen is I would score a goal and I'd, I'd watched a fair bit of soccer and I saw the way that um, famous soccer players celebrated and, you know, I'd run. I, I'm thinking about whether I do it right now and slide on my knees. But the funny part was when I played in this, um, it was actually a church competition, the, the soccer fields weren't as good as I was used to. Um, and I don't know if you ever know, if you know much about sliding on your knees on a soccer field, but if the grass isn't great, instead of sliding, you actually get caught on the grass. So running to celebrate and sliding on your knees is not a good idea because you end up actually stopping and then face planting into the ground. So I would do a whole range of different goal celebrations. One of the key ones, I don't know why this is a great celebration. You might see it in soccer if you watch it, was if I'd score a goal, I would then run and, and when the teammates would come to high five me, I'd push them away and run away from them. I don't, I don't really understand why. I just saw it and then did it. And it was so strange when I saw some of my other mates scoring, they'd go up to our teammates and high five them. And they'd be like, hey, mate, great through ball. Or, mate, that was a great passage of play. And they're all complimenting each other. And I thought, this is a bit of a different way of doing things. I remember one time this perplexed me the most. Matt Sweetman had the ball and someone came from behind and took him out. And they both fell on the ground. And Matt got up and checked if the other guy was all right. And I thought, that is wild. This is a very different way of doing things. And as I began to play in this team and saw the different way that they acted and different things, all of a sudden, hopefully, that became my way of also acting and, and playing. And what I want to share with you tonight is 
as we become Christians, when we become part of the family of God, there is a new way that we follow. There, there is a new way of living. And it's incredible because the Bible actually shows us and teaches us what this new way is like. Just like when you join a new team, there is, you're in this new team now. You're not still in your old team, you're in your new team and there's new ways of doing things. In the same way, as we are Christians, as we are part of the family of God, there is a new way that we do things. And I want to share with you tonight in um, the book of Philippians, in chapter 2, 1 to 11. And we're going to talk about a way of life that as Christians we live, now that we are followers of Jesus Christ. And the title of this passage, it might be different depending on your translation, but in the NIV, it says, Imitate Christ's Humility. So we're talking about being humble. We're talking about humility tonight. So let me read this to you. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind. Listen to this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Listen to this. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And then we are just about to read the definition of humility. This is talking about Jesus. Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Being found in an appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you for your incredible word. Thank you that you are humble. You are the definition of humility. And I pray that we would see that tonight. In your name we pray, amen. Now Jesus um, is, there's many ways we could explain Jesus. Jesus is the king. If we were to describe it in a team, Jesus is the captain. Jesus is the coach. And in this passage, it's like, it's like the, the, our captain brings you in and says, guys, guys, this is what we're going to do. This is the way we're going to do things. And we're reading in this that humility is the way of life. This is the way that we are to live. And I want to just, I want to make this super clear. Jesus does many humble acts. God does many humble acts. But God is humble. 
Like in the very nature, like who he is, he is humble. And we're going we're gonna to look more into that a little bit later on. But I just want us to truly see that. Like God is all powerful. Jesus is all powerful. And he used that power to love people. Jesus, with all of his power, with all of everything that he has, he is the greatest example of humility. When Jesus died on the cross, in the lead up, Jesus was mocked. He was spat on. He was ridiculed. And, and, and the part that's just crazy when you think about it, all his followers deserted him. And he followed through. And he died on the cross for us. The ultimate humiliation in front of people. He died so that we could be forgiven for our sins. Jesus, our king, our, our captain, our leader, is the definition of humility. And we are called to imitate Jesus Christ. And I want us to just realize how incredible this is. That we may have people around us, friends, family, different things, and, and, and we might have humble people around us. But as humans, we're never 100% consistent in that. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling of potentially going and, and having to have a chat with your boss or something like that. And you think to yourself, I just hope I catch them in a good mood. Like, like you think to yourself, if I catch them in a good mood, this is going to go so smoothly. But if I don't, this could not be good. I don't, I don't know if you've thought of maybe a sibling or a friend or something. And you just, there's that thought in your mind of like, I just don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what mood they're going to be in. I don't know if you've ever felt that before. And I want us to appreciate that God is 100% consistent. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So every time we come to God, we can trust in his character. We don't need to have fear that he's all of a sudden not going to be humble or kind because God is always kind. It's so interesting too because there's something within us as people, as humans, that celebrate humility. It's like when you hear, let's just say you, you arrive in a room or you arrive in a place and you thought it was going to be a complete mess and you find out someone had come in without anyone asking and they'd cleaned up the whole place by themselves and worked so hard to make it all nice. There's a part in you that just goes, that person is a champion. Like when you hear all these big, humble acts, there's a part of us that just goes, that is amazing. Like we love it. We love hearing those stories. And realizing for us in this that God doesn't just do these few big acts, but Jesus is 100% pure humility. He always is. I remember when this um, first, I was, I was trying to understand this thing of um, Living in humility and imitating Christ's humility is not just a one-off thing. And I, and I remember um, what had happened was when I was um, living with uh, my family and there was this one time where I saw the dishwasher and uh, mum hadn't asked me to unstack it. And I thought to myself, I'm going to unstack the dishwasher without mum asking. 
I thought, this is going to be pretty big. This is going to earn some really good brownie points. So I went in, I unstuck the dishwasher without asking. And to be honest with you, the whole time when I was doing it, I was thinking, I am a hero. I cannot believe what I'm doing for this family. And I did it all, and I I quickly went out, and I sat around the corner, and my mum's a real encourager. And and I remember she came in the kitchen, she saw, and she yelled out, who did the dishwasher? And I quickly walked around and said, I did, (laughs) mum. This guy, like, thank you very much. And it was just, for me, I just thought, wow, she is so lucky to have a son like me. Like, I just, I felt incredible. And I remember a few days later, mum said, hey, Ty, could you come in and do the dishwasher for me? And I looked at mum and said, are you serious? And she said, yes. And I said, mum, remember, three days ago, (laughs) I did it. And she said, Ty, like as a family, we're always looking to serve each other. And I thought, that sounds ridiculous. Always looking to serve each other. And mum said, yes, that's what we got to do. And realizing that as Christ calls us to be humble, it's not these big humble acts that we kind of store up in our mind. I remember another time I, and, and I might have shared this with you before, but I remember I, um, I was, I'd been asked to speak at my school and it was the first time I'd ever spoken at chapel before. And I'd written out my message and, and I went to practice it on my brother and I, and I said to him, I said, Jared, how do I... How do I sound humble like the pastors at Bridgie? I really want to sound humble. And he looked at me and he said, oh dear. He said, you've got to be humble. And I thought, what? That's so much harder. And he said, yeah, but that's the point. Like, then, then people hear humility. You know? And he's just like, oh dear. He probably just went away and prayed for me for hours. But it's this part that I'm realizing that This is a way of life, of constantly living in a way. I'll I'll repeat some of these verses. Being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the spirit and one of mind, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Listen to this. In humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. It's like when you are with someone that's living in this way, isn't it incredible? Isn't it amazing when you do have someone that maybe you're at work or at school or something and you ask them a question and they answer you in humility and you don't feel like they're making themselves just seem like they're so much better than you? Isn't it just so nice when people act in humility? Isn't it so nice when you you go to a friend and you you say to them, hey, I I really stuffed up, like I I need to tell you about something. And you actually just experience their love and and, and and they're not judging you and coming across like they're better than you. But but in humility, they say, yeah, I'm here for you. Like, I, I know what you're saying. I struggle too. It's amazing when we experience humility. But if we're to be completely real, we have this opportunity every single day, many times a day, whether we're going to live in humility or not. And what I really want to encourage you by is verse 13, when you read a little bit further on. And this is explaining what I was saying before, and I was really trying to emphasize emphasize it, that Jesus is humility. 
And, and, and why I was saying that is because when we become a Christian, the Spirit of God, Jesus, the Spirit, lives within us. So that means humility then is in us, not because of us, but because Christ comes and lives within us. And I just want to read this verse. It says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Naturally, as humans, we are very good at putting ourselves before others. We are very good about thinking what we want and then pursuing that. But when we become a Christian, our king, our captain says, no, no, there's a new way. And I'm actually going to make it happen. I'm the one within you that is going to shine through. But I also want to be super real in this. I really want to live in this way. And just today, before I came to speak, and and these are things every single day. We have the opportunity to listen to the Spirit and live in that. I, I, I had thought to myself, man, I've had such a busy day and I knew I had to be back to speak at the four and the six o'clock and I went home, we, we did lunch and then I thought to myself, man, I really shouldn't have to clean up because I've got to be at church very soon and I need to go and have a nap so I can go have a nap and then I'll be ready to go. And the Spirit within me goes, everyone else has been busy today too. You can just help out for a little bit. And really, the, the cleanup took about five minutes. And then I went and had my nap. And it's like in every single opportunity, in the little things, in the big things, in every moment, we have the opportunity to listen to the Spirit and to love others and to live in humility. And in the Bible it says, ask anything and it will be given according to His will. And it is God's will for us to live in humility. So we want to pray, God, I want to be humble. I want to live in humility. As the, um, the verses go on, it, it comes to this part um, in, in verse 14 to 16. And I love this. You know how sometimes if a pastor's preaching, they come up with a bit of a catchphrase uh, for people to remember um, the sermon? Well, I didn't even need to come up with a catchphrase. There is an epic catchphrase in these verses. You're just about to read it. It's actually very, I don't know if you'd use the word poetic, um, creative. Anyway, I'm just going to read it to you. And it is, I love it. It's like your incredible catchphrase for a sermon, but it is God-breathed and it is from the Bible. So let me read this to you. It starts off by saying, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Listen to this. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. It's true. When there are people around us that are living in humility, you, it is so obvious, and, and, and I love this picture, shining among them like stars in the sky. Like, that's a pretty good picture. That's a pretty good visual. And as Christians, when we humble ourselves and we say, Lord, we, I, I want you to shine through me, every part of who you are, and I want to live in humility, it, it's true. We know it for ourselves. When we see someone living in humility, it is incredible. It is so amazing. And we want people to know who God is. 
So when we allow the Spirit to shine through us, that actually allows other people to see who God is. And I really want to encourage us, as I I finish up, I just want to encourage us in a few really practical things of what it looks like to put aside our own interests, to put aside ourself, and to just, not just not trying to build up the strength to do this, but just saying, God, I know this is who you are, and I want you to shine through me. I think about the differences of, you know, you walk into a room, whether it's at a friend's party, whether it's at church, whether, wherever it is, and you walk into the room, and if, and if you're just thinking about yourself and thinking, oh man, like, I wonder if there'll be anyone there to talk to me. I wonder if anyone will come over to sit with me. I wonder if I'll have to be myself. That can become very stressful and you can get very anxious. But if we walk in a room thinking about others and thinking, I wonder who I could sort of keep an eye out for tonight. If there's anyone sitting by themselves, I might, I might go over and sit with them. Or oh, I wonder if this person's going to be there. I'd love to check in to see how they're going. And, I can, and, and, and this isn't just my thought around it. Jesus says it is better to give than to receive. And when we live in this way, it is a game changer. And people are blessed by it. I think about when you, when you catch up with a friend. If all you're doing is thinking about yourself and just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, it's not always the greatest thing for that person. But when you go into a situation and you think, I really want to know how they're going. I want to put them above myself. And I want to check in to see how they're going at uni, how they're going at school, how they're going wherever it is, how their family's going. It is such a game changer in the small things. I think about when you actually, at home, look around and go, oh, I wonder what little things I could do around the house to just help people out. When we're living in a way that's putting others before ourselves, it is incredible. And we will shine brightly. Not so other people go, wow, Ty, you're amazing. But so people go, whoa, what is different about you? Because I'm not humble but Christ is humble. So I want to encourage us in this. And, and we will sadly stuff up. And we will give in to the temptation of being selfish and putting ourselves above others. But I want us to remember, just like I shared at the start about being on that new team, I want to remind us we are living in a new way now that we're followers of Jesus. And Jesus, our King, is telling us to put others before ourselves to value others higher than ourselves. And he will give us the strength to do it. So what I have uh, down the front is these little cards. And on it just has, it's double-sided and it has scripture on the front and the back. And I just want you to put it somewhere because we need to be reminded of this all the time because the way of the world is not to put others before yourself. But the way of Jesus, the greatest king ever, is to put others before yourself. So it just has two pieces of scripture on it. And the first one is Philippians 2.5. And it says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And on the other side, it's from Philippians 2 verse 15. And it says, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. As I invite the band back up, I just want to encourage you to stand to your feet and I want to pray for us.
that as a community of believers, people would see the way of humility. They would see Jesus living within us. So let me pray. Dearly Father, I want to thank you that you are humility. You are humble. And Lord, we need humility in this world. We know every single one of us can appreciate how incredible humility is when we see it and experience it. And Lord, I thank you so much that you shine through us. Your spirit dwells within us. Thank you, Lord, that you showed us what humility is in many, many, many ways. It's who you are, but we just think about on the cross, Lord, what you went through, what you endured because you put us before yourself. And Lord, I pray that we would be a church that put others before ourselves and live in humility. So we come, we worship you, we, we, we think about you, Lord, we sing to you and we pray to you now. And we thank you for who you are. In your name we pray, amen. We are gonna worship our great God together and feel free in this song, just as a little bit of a response. I have three piles just on the front of the stage here um, and, and they're all the same. Um, so feel free to come and grab one in the song um, and let's worship our great God together.
Jesus, help us to see you more than our inability, more than our sin, Lord, to see you and to rely on you, to lean in on you, Lord. It is only, it is you in us which makes us kind. It's you in us which makes us humble. You are all, you are humility. You are love. And Lord, as much as we will ourselves to do these things, they, they ultimately will fail. It's only by trusting and leaning in on you to reveal your humility in and through us, Lord. So we pray, Lord, for our eyes to be shifted away from ourselves, off of all the things we can do, all the things we can say, all those good things, Lord, we pray, would fade away and instead all that would remain in us is you. Jesus, help us this week to fix our eyes on the things that you're doing, Lord, to make us aware of where your spirit is working, where we can be a part of, Lord, in our workplaces or our friendship groups, Lord, where there's confrontation and conflict, Lord, would you allow us to be peacemakers? Would you allow us to be bearers of good news, bearers of, of, of goodwill? Great God, we pray that you would continue to use us in your plans. And Lord, help us as we continue to be uh, formed in the likeness of you, King Jesus. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, why don't we give a shout of praise to our great God tonight. He's faithful. He is good. It's great to uh, have joined with you tonight at church. And uh, don't leave straight away. Stick around. Make sure you connect with someone around you. Um, it's good to be doing this life together. So um, yeah, we just want to say to stick around afterwards. We're going to have dinner as well in the courtyard um, and to our online crew as well. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us as well. We'll see you guys next week.